0: there, folks. Welcome to another episode of Eddie and his amazing friends, Herocast. Formerly the Eddie and Caleb Herocast, but Caleb went off to, I don't know, what is he this week? Committed to a uh, mental hospital, we'll say. I think that'll be my new gimmick where every week we tie into where Caleb is with the movie. So with that being said, joined by the, uh, the go-to guy for X-Men related content. It is Mr. Josh Davis.
1: Not to be confused with Mr. Sinister.
0: No. <laughs> He's never going <laughs> to be in a movie. Give it up, Mr. Sinister. It's never going to happen for you.
1: Deadpool 3 might shock us.
0: Maybe. Uh, but, yeah, you can follow him on Twitter at Josh, Best or myself at EC underscore Hero or at EC85 or EC Hero cast on the Instagram. Um, Yeah. Like I said, we're doing uh, New Mutants today. Came out in, what was the exact date of this? It was August, was it August? I don't even remember. Yes, (laughs) August 28th, 2020. So, right in the middle of the pandemic. Theaters had opened up some places, most places, but not everywhere. So, let's see. Let's go into the time capsule here. Let's start with the let's go with champions. We had a little bit of a, of a not a big turnover, but a little bit. So we have our WWE champion is Drew McIntyre still. Universal champion just for eight more days or sorry two more days sorry two more days. R.I.P. Bray Wyatt still sad. Uh, the NXT champion was vacant because Karrion Cross, Kayla's favorite wrestler, who is actually not that good, got injured like a day after winning it because he's not that good. <laughs> uh, Raw women's champ Rhea Ripley, SmackDown women's champ Bailey, NXT women is Io Shirai, AEW men's is Jon Moxley, women's is Hikaru Shida, and IWGP champion for one more day, was evil. What a bad run that was. Number one song. I thought this came out a little bit earlier, but uh, really, when you think about all the great artists in the history, you know, Beethoven, the Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, this is really the peak of music. WAP by Cardi B. Oh boy. <laughs> a song about eating a vagina. I mean... What can you say?
1: <laughs> Not much to say, huh? Not much to add on that.
0: Yeah, I thought it came out like maybe 2019 or 2018 even. I was like, this popped yeah. up and I was like, huh, was it really 2020? Okay. It I don't seemed
1: know. like it was older than that.
0: It did. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. It got, every time it, you know, there's always some controversy in the media. It's like, well, how come WAP got number one song? Like oh you this movie's too violent but WAP gets number whatever it is it's always that's mm-hmm. always the go to of like you suck as a parent because WAP is the number one song. Uh, good times. <laughs> so summer of 2020 I um I've told this story in the podcast because we were officially in the rerun territory, but uh, I wasn't gonna let 2020 ruin my year. I wasn't gonna just sit at home all. All the time. So I took advantage of these cheap flights. Did a uh, did a vacation. Initially it was just going to be Idaho and Oregon. More of like a get out to nature type vacation. Because there wasn't a lot to do. But uh, when I saw those prices of uh, hotels in Las Vegas. Staying at a suite with a view of the strip at Mandalay Bay for 120 a night. I just couldn't resist. When I know that's like a $700 room. <laughs> so... I was like, yeah, let's throw that in there just so I can see I've done it. So that's what I was up to and around this time. Did you just sneak up on the roof and hang over it? No, no. I'd be afraid of heights. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was uh, it's a good view of, the, of everything. And then, you know, did the did the outdoor stuff in Oregon, Idaho, two states I'd never been to. Yeah, it's fun. Um, this was during, this was during the whole thing when it's like, I think Nevada and Idaho are on like Ohio's do not travel list because of COVID. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like the COVID, does COVID know about the state boundaries? Like, come on. Right. <laughs> so stupid. But I did get tested when I came back. Just more of like a, uh, it was more of a, see, you can travel and not die. And I, proof of that. <laughs> Plus, I just wanted to see what the test was like. And it was just a drive through deal. I was there in and out 10 minutes. so I was like, what's this like? And then they jammed this giant Q-tip in your nose. I'm like, ugh. Let's not do that again. Stab you in the brain with it? <laughs> it kind of did. I was like, I didn't know your nostril went back that far. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know. You were probably sitting at home in 2020 of the summer.
1: Yep. Yeah, working. Not doing a whole
0: bunch of anything. Yeah,
1: good watching time. movies. Yeah, fun stuff.
0: Uh, let's see. Oh, so budget eighty million. Just not too bad. Box it's not two hundred million, right? <laughs> no, it's not. I was thinking about this with the box office of this movie, and this movie got delayed a million times. It was supposed to come out well before COVID, like I think even twenty eighteen, but I know twenty nineteen. They're just getting delayed and delayed and delayed. It ended with a box office of forty nine point two million, which is not, you know, that puts it at uh, one hundred sixty four on our list. It is negative thirty point eight million, thirty six point six with the inflation, right below Sin City: A Dame to Kill For, and right above Mystery Men. So it was a big money loser, but a caveat. 62% of the theaters in the US were open and the ones that were closed included New York I'm guessing LA too maybe Chicago I don't know you would you would know more than I would but um I think I mean this was probably always going to lose money right but, and maybe part of it was like there was nothing else in the theaters around this time maybe tenant I don't know but it's like I don't think that's a terrible box office number, all things considered. And plus, the people that even just because your theater was open, people still there was a large some group of people that weren't gonna go to the theater. So, um, could have been could, worse. <laughs> yeah, it could have been a lot worse. I, like not a terrible box office number, all things considered. I don't know, and I'm guessing Fox was just like, we keep delaying this movie. We're you know Disney already bought our X Men stuff. Let's just release it and recoup some of this money. <laughs> that's my I, I, that's my thought.
1: They probably just wanted to rip the band-aid off and get it over with.
0: Yeah. Uh critics thirty six percent, fans fifty six percent. Bit of a divide, but <coughs> And then uh history with this movie. This was the one you said you have not seen, right?
1: Yep, this is the first time for me. Never intended on watching it,
0: but <laughs> Went ahead and checked it out. Yeah, I saw it in theater. This was a movie. I posted about it in an X-Men group on Facebook, and I was, in fact, COVID-shamed for it. Huh. People were like, you went and saw this movie in theaters? Like, I know. Like, you
1: risked it all for New Mutants, Ed. I, I
0: know. Well, the deal was, first off, I think there was maybe one or two other people in the theater. And we weren't sitting anywhere near each other. And unless you bought snacks, which I did not, you order your tickets on the kiosk. Like, forget the whole six feet within people. You're probably not within 20 feet of anybody. So it's like, it's fine, guys. Yes, I, 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 and this is, I don't know if this is a movie that I would have seen if it weren't for COVID and like literally nothing else being in the theater. But it is X Men related, so I was probably gonna watch it. But I don't know this one. Yeah. I I knew it wasn't gonna be good because it gets movies that get delayed a whole bunch. Not a great sign. But it's like, what else is there to do, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I risked it all. Risked it all for the New Mutants, and I live to tell about it. It's scary. Yeah, the, the new
1: the new for wrestling terms, the New Mutants were like the new rockers for the rockers. Yeah. Like, New Mutants were the, were the new rockers for the X-Men, basically.
0: Yeah, this was um, Fox's attempt to, like, well, we sure uh, we sure screwed up on Dark Phoenix, didn't we? Like, let's just start over with a new group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess uh, we'll jump into the cast. Shout out. Marilyn Manson, who was the voice of the Smiling Men, which I don't think oh, they really? even said anything. I think they just growled. But I did Ma- not know that Marilyn Manson provided those growls. Well, <laughs> they kind of looked like Marilyn. They were like yeah. six five and really skinny, with missing several of their ribs, so they could salivate <laughs> themselves. <laughs>
1: it's definitely giving me
0: uh, be- beautiful people vibes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was the voice of the smiling men, so Marilyn Manson oh. is officially a, a Hero Cast alum now. Yep. Um, let's see here. We have uh, Blue Hunt as Danielle Moonstar, a Native American mutant who uh, can create illusions. Well, are they illusions? I don't know. Based on your own fears. She was kind of the star, but she's uh listed not as the star on Wikipedia, so.
1: Yeah, she's kind of like uh, the CM Punk. She's got the title on her, but she's kind of in the background.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was... <laughs> I, I'll say this. None of the powers in the movie, like, they were all pretty original. Like, it wasn't anything we hadn't seen before. Uh, or, sorry, it, it wasn't something we had seen before. Um, with this particular power, it's a little strange that you can create some, an illusion that eventually becomes real based on people's fears. I don't know.
1: It's kind of a weird power to have to be like the leading character, to be honest.
0: It is. I mean, part of me wants... To, because I, I like to think of it in terms as if mutants were real, like on a bio on a, like a um, on a biological scale, like you could convince me that yes, someone could be um, a psychic, or you could convince me that someone could, you know, have magnetic powers or shoot lasers from their eyes. Would biology know about fears and elute I don't know. That's probably a really stupid thing to think about and just be like, just have fun with it. You're overthinking it, but I can't help it.
1: Honestly, it's a lot of these powers of these characters. It seems like it's stuff that works better in like a novel, like a graphic novel than on the screen.
0: Probably, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she, you know, she did a she did a nice job. There was no bad acting in the movie. No, I will I'm say. not fault. I wouldn't fault
1: any of the actors themselves. No.
0: Yeah. Let's see. We had uh, Alice Braga as the villain, Doctor Reyes, who I thought she did a nice job because you wouldn't expect her as the villain at all well, in
1: the movie. Shout out to her from uh, the Predators. Predators movie.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: I thought I recognized her. I was like, wait, man, I know her. What's she from? Like, oh yeah, Predators.
0: I think she was in another movie that we reviewed. Um, oh, Cast movie. I think so, but uh, eh, maybe I... not. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. But anyway, yeah, she did nice. Where again, you wouldn't expect her as the villain. She doesn't look like a villain. Um, I did like her power that she does the force fields. That was pretty neat. Um, but yeah, she, she was good, uh, in that you think she's there to help and then there's one pivotal scene in the movie where it's like, oh, she is bad and, uh, I liked that. That was good. Yeah. We have old, uh, Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things. He played Sam, AKA Cannonball, <laughs> um, this Kentucky accent. Kentucky Fried Superhero. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to have seen a little more of Cannonball's power, but uh, it's kind of cool, I guess. Just flies super fast and wrecks into things.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they could have done a little bit more with him.
0: A little bit. Same with um, we had Henry Zaga as Bobby DaCosta, Sunspot.
1: I feel like that was intentional, though. I feel like the girls got a lot more shine intentionally.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, everybody... We we did know everyone's backstory by the time the movie was over, but some people got more than others. Yeah. Um, And uh, she's back, Anya Taylor-Joy, as Ileana Rasputin. Now, her power, where she's just a sorceress who can make things appear, (laughs) that was very bizarre.
1: I thought her power was being a ventriloquist, Ed.
0: I don't know. like i just looked it up and it's like sorcery power i'm like okay because again going back to the biology thing biology doesn't know about swords and armor and dragons but apparently you can just create these things so okay
1: was the accent doing it for you not it, really
0: it was okay <laughs> i don't know I did think when I saw this movie, I'm like, I mean, maybe she's a little too old now. I don't know, but I'm like, why wasn't she cast as like the Snow White in this Disney movie? Like, mm. I don't know. I saw those uh, the CGI dwarves. My God, what are we doing, Disney? <laughs> they look not good. Uh, and then uh, the old, I guess the top billing, uh, Maurice Williams from Game of Thrones played Rain Sinclair. Wolfsbane. Um, she did good. She's a good actor, you know. She plays the wolf yeah. or whatever.
1: She's like part wolf, part human.
0: Yeah, werewolf. Sure. So, kind of cool. You know, for Halloween, we got a werewolf. There we go. But, uh, you know, it's it's funny. This whole movie, I'm thinking, I'm like, this is exactly like Gen V. From Amazon. I don't know if you watch that, but it's it's a very good show, but
1: Yeah, I haven't checked it out. Yeah,
0: it's uh it's 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 very similar and in, in well, it's just you know, mutants are sent to this school. In Gen V they're sent there to try to actually become legit heroes, whereas here they're not. But same idea, the school has a dark secret type of deal. So hmm. let's jump into the plot. Um We open with this Native American proverb that inside all of us, there are two bears fighting over our soul. So, all right. One is good and the other is evil. Okay. Then we cut to this dad and his daughter. They're in this uh, trailer park in this Indian reservation. Uh, The dad wakes the daughter up. They're escaping because something's attacking, but we don't see what it is. And the dad goes back for help, but he's killed. And the girl's running into the woods. She falls, wakes up in this hospital, chained to a bed. So that's how we start. Decent opening, I suppose. Yeah, I to so. a or real one. Yeah, the dad, that's true. So in comes Dr. Reyes to tell her that uh, she's the sole survivor of a terrible tragedy. And says, you know, you are a mutant. And my boss, uh, he has the ability to recognize when... Um, Your mutant gene is revealed, and this is a place where you can, you know, kind of transition and learn about your mutant power and not be a danger to yourself or or anyone else. So, so far, sounds good. It sounds like a, you know, these, these mutants are all, much like in Gen V, all these mutants found their power the first time and people died. So, you know, it's traumatic. So, okay. Next day they do these, uh, one of these, I don't know, group therapy sessions where you're all, like, in an AA meeting, and they all tell the story, and Rain tells her story, how they, because she's from, uh, Scotland, and they branded her a witch, they have, like, a W tattoo on her, or, not tattoo, but branding, branding iron, and, like, her thing is she can turn into a wolf, and I guess she mauled a priest, Not intentionally, but uh, we learn we we have Ileana. She's a sorceress. She has a puppet that she talks to. Uh, We learn later because it's it was like the only campaign she had in like a prison in Russia or something like that. But
1: it was like a coping
0: mechanism type deal. Yeah, we have Sam. He can fly at super high speeds. Cannonball. And then Bobby, we don't know his power yet, but we find out he can manipulate solar energy. Basically, he turns into the Human Torch.
1: He's kind of like um uh, guy from Suicide Squad, Inferno, or whatever his name was.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of like that.
0: Pretty much. I mean, the uh, in Gen V, the main mutant at the school is uh, actually Patrick Schwarzenegger, but his character is basically Human Torch. Which, um, when you think about it, Human Torch should be one of the most dangerous people in all of Marvel. But yeah, I mean, it's like fire is uh is really really bad. But so Danny tries to run off because they're like, oh, there's no fence, and Ileana's is like, yep, you can just go. So she runs off, but we see there's a big force field around the hospital. She and, tricked uh, her. Yeah, she had a big laugh at that. And so Danny goes up to the top of this clock tower. She's going to jump, but rain talks her out of it. They have a nice little moment. And that night Danny sleeps. She has a dream about the tragedy when it turns into an illusion, uh, where Sam, he's down in the laundry room and he has a flashback to when he was working in the mines with his dad and apparently turned on his power where he, flies out of control and kills everybody in the mine. (laughs) So, oops. Uh, Next day, Danny and Ileana they get into a fight, and they get sent to the solitary confinement, and we see Danny has her first period, which caused a hell of a blood output. I don't know. They're like, oh, wow, your dreams are definitely... They're up to—they're doing something to you, but we don't know what. We still haven't pinpointed what her power is. And then we see this TV monitor. It's showing her powers are still undetermined, but tells uh, Reyes to run, get more blood samples, is what it says. And after more group therapy, we learn pretty much when all of them, like I mentioned earlier, they discovered their powers, people hurt or died. And... Later that night, Iliana spikes Reyes's drink so they can have a party, and they do all kinds of weird. You know, they we learn more about the characters through lie detector tests and all that, and they suspect Reyes is superior. They're like, "Hey, do you think it's Professor X?" And we're being groomed to be X Men. Like, "Oh yeah, that's what it is. That's got to be what it is." Which I actually liked that as a little twist. It's like, "Yeah, you would think that." <laughs> right. Plus, it's nice that they acknowledge that this is the same universe as the X Men. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so later on, Danny and Rain, they lay under the stars. This was, I remember early on in the Hero cast, Caleb spoiled this where he's like, spoiler, you know, Danny and Ray are, you know, hook up in the movie. I'm like, Caleb, the movie just came out. Let's give people a chance to see it. But that's old Caleb for you, just spoiling away. Yep. But, yes, they uh, they share a kiss. Meanwhile, in the swimming pool, Bobby and Ileana, they share a kiss. So poor Sam is the fifth wheel. However, did they really? Because Bobby finally reveals his power to Ileana. Uh, he's like, I, you know, I try not to get too close because one time, basically, I got too horny and I burned up my girlfriend. <laughs> it's essentially <laughs> what he said. So Bobby sees a vision of his burned-up girlfriend, like, attacking him, which turns him into the sunspot, like I mentioned, kind of like Human Torch. And then uh, Reyes wakes up. She uses, like, one of those big pool skimmers to, like, push him into the pool, and it extinguishes him. And then Bobby's yells at Iliana. and it's like, you know, you were projecting the illusion. Why'd you do that? And she's like, no, I was in my room. Turns out it was, and it was... Secretly, uh, Danny, but no one knows that yet. So Reyes is punished by Ili- uh, Reyes punished Iliana for drugging her, which is uh, fair hmm. and justified. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, next day, during a psych evaluation, Danny sees a vision of. Uh, I thought it was the school before they got there, but they she later clarifies that it was where they take us after we finish with this school. And it's just a vision of, like, these kids being beaten. I think it was supposed to be – it could be wrong. I think it was supposed to be that facility in Mexico from the Logan movie.
1: I think so. I think it's tied together with – Yeah, uh...
0: I suspect it is. And they were just – guards were, like, hitting kids with clubs and dragging them into other rooms and stuff. Yeah. So I, I suppose I
1: – Implied what it's supposed to be, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. So, kind of connected. And Reyes keeps asking about, you know, what was it that destroyed your village? What was it? And she's like, I don't know, I don't know. And she's like, no, you do know. And she finally reveals that it was this big demon bear that attacked her village, because that's what she's afraid of. And back in her cell, Ileana sees a vision of these smiling men. It was... Uh, Something with them—that was her big fear when she was in this prison. There's these weird smiling monsters <laughs> that look like Marilyn Manson, apparently. Hmm. And in the shower, Rain sees a vision of the priest who she had killed. He's all scratched up and clawed, and he brands her right in the neck with the W. So she's got two W's on now. And so they all kind of reconvene and bobby's like see i told you all this stuff is real all these illusions they're not fake that's actually happening to us because look at her branding and then iliana says it's danny who's caused all this she's like i know what your power is and danny and iliana they fight but then later they kind of make up and reyes here's the big reveal reyes gets an email that says danny presents extreme danger collect more dna samples then terminate the subject And the email was from the Essex Corporation. Hmm. But don't get excited. You're not going to see Mr. Sinister in a movie. It's just not going (laughs) to happen, guy. You're never going to get your big break in Hollywood.
1: They're just going to tease it to the end of time.
0: (laughs) He's never going to get his big break. Uh, So, Danny tells Rain (laughs) that she doesn't think this is a hospital. When she saw this vision, she thinks that, hey, we go to this place when they're done with us, and, you know, it's not a good place. Um, so Reyes takes Danny for more treatment, and during this, Ileana and Sam are attacked by the smiling monsters from the dreams. This was, by the way, supposed to be like a borderline horror movie. Um, yeah. I think it, I don't know, did it have an R rating? I think it was supposed to if it didn't, but they may have downgraded it. to. It might have cut
1: just enough out to be a PG-13.
0: Yeah. But um, I think Kinda it kind of reminded
1: to... me of, um, what's it called? Um, what is it called? The Doctor Strange movie. Oh, that's kind of like a horror-themed, you know? The mul- yeah. The multiverse one.
0: Yeah, I, and I think if anything, they probably cut out some stuff just to to be like, well, it's just, you know, during COVID we want to try and recoup as much as we can from this movie, because it, yeah. it lost a bunch of money, but, you know it's like when I bought a ticket on, I bought a, t- a concert ticket, and then I couldn't go, and then the day of, I ended up having to sell it at a loss but I'm like, well, it's better than right. <laughs> better than losing all of it you know.
1: I mean, yeah, this movie yeah. is definitely like a horror horror themed, and definitely had that tone, compared to like a superhero movie it didn't feel like a superhero movie.
0: No, it didn't. Uh, which, you know, it's I liked it and that it was something different, you know. It wasn't the same old formula. Yeah. So Reyes tells Danny, she's strapped to a bed, and she's like, you know, you're the most powerful mutant we've ever had, and my superior believes that you can't be controlled. So she's about to, like, inject this poison in her. And then Rain ends up saving Danny, claws up Reyes' face, and, and whatnot. And the mutants all get into Reyes' office, they read their files, they figure out, yeah, this isn't an X-Men prep school. <laughs> and uh Iliana had like the most glowing file in that they are like, Yeah, she'll be a great assassin for us one day. <laughs> so
1: She kinda reminded me of uh Emma Roberts' character in the Coven season of American Horror Story. She was kind of that for their group.
0: Yeah, she was. Trying to remember that scene. I mean, I remember the season, but yeah, she was the uh, the standout, but not the star of the show, kind of. Yeah. Show.
1: She was kind of like the bitch in the group, but she was not necessarily the star, but she kind of stood out amongst all of them and had the attitude and all that.
0: Yeah. No, that's a fair. So they determine we have to kill Reyes to get rid of this force field, because she's the one that's making them. So they find Reyes. She's not in good shape. But she's able to trap them all in these force field bubbles. They're, like, shrinking them. Much like with the the last episode of uh, Loki, where they shrink the force field you're in into the point where it crushes you.
1: Pretty crappy CGI, by the way.
0: Yeah, not great, but... (laughs) What do you expect, though? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll get a little bit worse. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh... They're all trapped and Reyes explains Danny's power. She can recreate someone's biggest fear and make it real. So she's shrinking all the force fields, they're about to get crushed. When Danny summons the demon bear, comes and saves her, it eats Reyes. Not the best CGI. I have seen worse, but not great.
1: I mean, it was giving me kind of flashbacks to Suicide Squad with the the ending and the brother and the what's-her-name, the, uh, the Enchantress, and some of those some of scenes were pretty awful.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, like I said, I've, what was the movie I just saw that was... Um, oh, man. I'm trying to remember if I was on the hero cast or in actual theater. That's how deep in the movies I am lately. It <laughs> was... Um, oh. No? I guess it was uh, the hero cast. Let me see. Now I'm. It's gonna bother me. What the hell movie I just saw with? Uh, not, Birds of Prey. Yeah, I don't remember. But anyway, it was really really bad CGI. But uh, this was uh, not quite as bad as that.
1: No, it wasn't the worst I've seen. But just a couple of the scenes in this, I was like, man, that's pretty bad.
0: Yeah. This, <laughs> Man, now it's really, bother, it's really bothering me what that was. Because um, I compared it to, like, uh, Deep Blue Sea, When the Shark Eats, Samuel Jackson. It looks really, uh, really terrible. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what movie I just saw that it looked that bad. But uh, nothing's coming to mind. Who was in it? I don't even remember... <laughs> I just I just remember seeing a movie and just thinking, like, oh, this looks bad, like Deep Blue Sea. I feel mm-hmm. like it was with the hero cast, but, man, I don't remember. Like a
1: Wonder Woman movie or something?
0: Uh, Aquaman or something? <laughs> I'm looking back, and it's like nothing's really sticking out. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, anyway... Yeah, that would that's worst example of CGI, I would say. <laughs> uh so yeah, Reyes is dead. Danny's still asleep. So that's why the bear's still around. And Ileana says she'll take care of the bear. She uses her powers, she generates like armor and this big sword and her puppet dragon turns into a real dragon. So
1: she's got know. a whole lot going on with her powers.
0: Yeah, she really does. It's very and then she can like go to her special place and use it to transport to other places it's very strange but so bear goes after Danny rain's kind of like carrying her around cuz she's still asleep Ileana tries to stop it but she's beaten sunspot he tries but he gets squashed uh, rain tells Danny you're the only one that can stop it you got to wake up and her dad visits her in a dream tells her you know oh well, you you can do it type of deal And Danny wakes up, controls the bear, makes it vanish. And Danny thanks them all for saving her. Sam realizes the dome is gone. Ileana says, you know, Reyes always said the nearest town was 20 miles away. We should find out. And they walk off. And then Danny finishes the proverb from the beginning of the movie and says, I asked my dad which bear wins. And he said, the one you feed. And roll credits. No mid-credits scene, no end-credits scene. No Mr. Sinister. No. He's you're never going to show up, buddy. It's never going to happen.
1: It should just have him at the end credits with like a little troll face.
0: Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's, You're never going to get it, buddy. Yeah, that's uh that was New Mutants. Yeah, it was. Um I guess I'll start cuz I some couple things I wanted to say. Number 1, This is, much like last week's movie, Old Guard, I'm kind of, I think a sequel to this actually wouldn't be too bad. Like, I could see a sequel actually be pretty interesting. We're never going to get one. I, I would be stunned if even if in this whole, I don't know secret wars thing that Marvel's doing where they're going to bring everything together all at once. I would be stunned if new mutants was ever acknowledged. (laughs) Yeah, I would too, even though it is on Disney now and they could in theory do it. I just, I don't think, I I think this was just a a movie that exists on its own and it's never going to tie back into anything ever again. Yeah. But I, I, I think a sequel actually wouldn't be too bad Um, having said that, I think this probably maybe would have worked better as a TV show. I agree. I think having these characters no one has really heard of try to carry a movie.
1: You really needed to build them up. You're right.
0: Yeah, that would be tough. You know, again, it's probably too late now. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, trying to, you know, Anya Taylor-Joy is a big star now, so it'd be hard to get her to do like a Disney Plus TV show. Um, but yeah, maybe you could, Disney's got a lot of money, but yeah, this would work better as a show. I think, I think a sequel would be a little bit better. Uh, I liked the concept of like, oh, this is a place where they groom X-Men and it's like, not really. This is like behind the scenes of what Mr. Sinister does. That was all cool. The plot and the execution itself was a little meh. But uh, yeah, if you're an X Men fan, I know a lot of X Men fans who've never even seen it. But I don't know. I didn't think it was the worst. Um, I will give it uh, six and a half out of ten. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's more of a guilty pleasure. But uh, again, it's one of those things. Where it's like a sequel actually would be interesting to me, but we're never gonna get it. This was just an okay movie I think certainly isn't as bad as people perceived it as but I you know Dark Phoenix so much worse Apocalypse so much worse X3 so much worse so there you go
1: all right well <sighs> this is gonna be one where we're way off on our sport <laughs> that, that's okay that's okay um, yeah, I'm not usually the negative one <laughs> with the score. <laughs> um, I'm going to go way lower this time. Um, for me, this one just, there was not, nothing really standout about it at all. Um, the acting, I guess, was was fine. There's not, there was nothing offensive about it, any of it. Uh, but, the, but there wasn't any standout about any of it either, really. The, uh, characters themselves were pretty boring to me the powers really didn't do nothing for me there was not, hardly any backstory um, like you said uh, this probably could have been a story told better for a tv show where they could have built these characters up because they really didn't give themselves enough time to build anything up with them they're just like oh here's this dream you're having or here's this reality you're having whatever you wake up and now you're at this hospital and you're all together I, I did like the idea, though, like you said, of, you know, how we're getting built up to be X-Men, but that's not really what's going on. I like that. I mean, it's kind of, like, similar to, you know, Mr. Sinister or the the Deadpool storyline, even, where he thinks he's getting made to be a superhero. I like that. But beyond that idea, I didn't think they executed it, like, good at all, really. Um I don't know. It's just the story is just very slow and dull for me. Like, this is not something I could ever see myself going back and rewatching again. Like, it wasn't offensive for anything, but just nothing to stand
0: out. Um, I'm going to give it two and a half out of ten. Ooh, I, I thought you'd go three or three and a half. But...
1: Yeah. Like, I was leading between a two and a three. I'm going to split the difference, two and a half. Um, yeah, sorry, Matt. I think the lowest I've gave so far to anything else is like a four. So, yeah, this is just, it's just way too slow and dull for me. I don't know. Like, even the other movies, other expo movies, like Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, like, they were a mess, but there was at least standout acting performances or cool scenes that i could go back and get some enjoyment out of i just can't see going back to this
0: one for anything so so. no that's fair i I, this was one of those it's like it's kind of like i mean i know we both kind of agree that uh x-men origins is a bit of a guilty pleasure but yeah if, if you wanted to if we had another a third guest on who who was like, X-Men Origins, Wolverine sucked, it was war- I'm not going to argue with anything that that was said. No, um, I mean,
1: because there's he, valid points that it's a yeah, mess.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, you know, look, all kidding aside and that Mr. Sinister is never going to be in a movie, his character should be, like, th- you know.
1: what They've he, done the Essex corpse in several movies now, yeah, so this I don't is understand the, why he's not.
0: <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he was teased in... Gosh, what was it? He was the end credits of Apocalypse, and then we now l- learn that his facility in Mexico is this, so kind of, sort of, teased in Logan. Um, he was supposed to be the villain in Logan, and I think the director was like, no, <laughs> we're not going to use the Apocalypse end credit scene for our movie, <laughs> which is probably smart, but... Yeah. Uh, teased in Deadpool 2, he had another hospital there, where he experimented on people, And now here, so what? Three or four movies, you could argue. But Wolverine should just kill him and pull through. (laughs) He should just show up as like a big bad and just get killed
1: in like five seconds.
0: Yeah, I think I think my six and a half is more of like the (laughs) potential. Like this could have had more potential as a TV show. You could do more of the backstory. Um, Yeah, and like I said, I I think a sequel where. You know, you do introduce Sinister and what his whole deal is with experimenting on mutants could be actually really good, but for some reason no movie has just pulled the trigger on it yet.
1: Yeah, I feel like these characters like they I don't know what the disconnect was for me. I don't know if it's just the fact that they're kids or just the characters themselves are just not fleshed out at all. But this on the screen, those characters like, they just didn't do anything for me. So it's like, I, I needed them to be fleshed out. I needed to care about them to get invested in the story. And I just didn't care about them.
0: Yeah, I, I acknowledge my rating is more, like, if you've ever dated, and it's like, I like the idea of this girl, but uh, yeah. in reality, she's not right for me at all, but she should be. Like, yeah. that's what this movie is for me. It's like, this could be <laughs> a, a really good TV show. Yeah, but you know, that's what I like. It is. The, I mean, I
1: I like the, I like the idea behind that. Also, I mean, I do like the fact that oh, they're training us to be X Men guys. This is going to be great. They're honing our powers. They're they're helping us. I like the idea of that, but they didn't really develop that and show that to us in a cool way. I didn't think.
0: No, I don't. I would I would agree. Even though I gave it, a, you know what? I'm gonna. Let's do a six. I, you've convinced me to drop it a little bit. <laughs> I'll do a six as my new grade, if you're keeping track. But uh, right. yeah, stick stick with Gen V if you want this concept done yeah. in a proper way, I guess. But uh, I'm probably gonna have
1: to go check that out at some point. I gotta I gotta give the old uh, the old uh, what's the show called The Boys. I gotta give that another go round oh, probably so eventually. Yeah, I. I I watched a good chunk of that, and then I kind of gave up on it. I don't know. I, one of these times, i got to get around to binging it again and tr- you know, give, give it another shot, probably.
0: Well, you can always just listen to our reviews that we did last. Uh, don't, I haven't had time to do season uh, season three, but, yeah, we recapped uh, season one and two on here. So
1: How many seasons eight, I got? Like three uh, or four? Three,
0: and then Gen V, which is... Okay. Kind of a spinoff, but I think it's going to tie in at some point. <clears throat> but, yeah, this was, uh, you know, this worked for a Halloween episode. It was kind of a – we don't get too many horror-adjacent movies on the hero cast, so. Yep. This kind of, you know. I think, if I remember correctly, this was initially going to be rated R when it was supposed to come out initially. And then I'm guessing when they're like, well, we're just trying to recoup the money because uh, – Disney already bought our stuff, so we just have this movie sitting on the shelf, taking up eighty million dollars. <laughs> let's at least let's go get let's recoup <laughs> some of it. Let's cut out some of the scenes to get rid of the R rating, because yeah. you know there's let's... only sixty some percent of theaters open. Let's get as many people when we can as possible. Yeah. yeah, lost money, lost a lot, but you know all things considered, with COVID, I don't. I, I think this could have been a what did it say? Lose 30-some million? Yeah, could it could have lost like 50 million easily.
1: Yeah, it probably did, they probably did all right, all things considered. They got a good chunk of it back.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, they made more. They lost, I mean, if you take away the marketing, which I remember one of the marketing was, um, it was back way back when I had Snapchat, which I probably close to when I deleted it. It was Maurice Williams on Snapchat in a video like, go see New Mutants. It's the best mu- It's the best thing I've ever filmed with a dragon in it. And it's like, yeah, I said that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> it's amazing but, that you have something like that, though, like New Mutants property that, you know, you haven't heard of any of these characters. And then you have something like um, Guardians of the Galaxy that's a similar thing. It's like characters you haven't heard of. And one thing just blows up completely, and then something else just bombs totally.
0: Yeah, I mean this. Like I said, this was even if there was no COVID, this was probably not going to make any money. Just, I mean, right. Dark Phoenix. God, Dark Phoenix is is that is that our biggest money loser? Let me. Probably. No, actually, it was. I, I remember now. It was. Um, I think Dark Phoenix was. Um, where is it? Um, Dark Phoenix technically made money based on. Budget minus box office, but in reality, it uh, when you factored in marketing, it lost a hell of a lot of money. <laughs> but we don't factor in the marketing because I don't have the marketing numbers for ninety percent of the movie.
1: I blame Sophie Turner. It's
0: her fault. I do too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like I said, this, this would have just been better as a TV show. It's yeah, just, you know, and I, you know, I still like the idea, but maybe. Who knows? So I think Sinister is going to be the villain in the animated X-Men show coming to Disney Plus. but
1: 97
0: one? Yeah. That'll be as close as he gets to. <laughs>
1: hey, who knows, man? Ryan Reynolds being the fan that he is, maybe they'll plug him in there.
0: I'm just imagining Sinister, like, moping around his dingy L.A. apartment, like, just hoping for that call, and he's instead he's just like a waiter at a restaurant, like, handing out scripts to...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining him being, like, Dennis Stamp. He's like, I'm not booked. I wasn't booked, Terry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he goes to refill, like, uh, Kevin Feige's water, like, so have you thought of a new villain for the uh, your next X-Men project? Well, we're not really there yet. <laughs> Like, we well, thought about Mr. Sister. Like, oh, how did these headshots get in there with your menu? I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not,
1: we're not that desperate right now. We'll call you <laughs> if we're, if we're looking. Okay. <laughs> Just keep me. We'll keep your resume on file. Fine.
0: All right. This actor.
1: Forget about strike,
0: me. Like you know, this actor strike. If you're looking to film a couple scenes with, I don't know, a somewhat major X-Men villain for Deadpool three, I might be available. Oh, man. Uh, I love
1: that. That's how they should have ended Deadpool <laughs> 2. He's like, in Deadpool 3, we're going to have Mr.
0: Sinister. Like, just kidding. Like He's do never K- going to yeah. be in a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Well, I'll get out of here on a quote from, uh, oh, I almost forgot, next week. Oh, God. Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> Next week, Netflix, We Can Be Heroes, the sequel to Sharkboy and Lava Girl. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I got to grade it from like a kid's point of view. What can I say? Anyway. Yeah, that'll be next week. And then we'll finish out 2020 with uh, Wonder Woman 84, which is on max. So. Should have a guess for that one. I can't imagine anyone's going to be lining up to see we can be heroes, but who knows. Anyway, I'll get out of here on a quote from Iliana. She had a couple good lines. Um, one I wanted to point out was like, she's like, oh, you're Native American, right, Danny? This isn't the quote, but she's like, yeah. It's like, do you know how to grow weed? She's like, no. She's like, what kind of Indian are you? It's like, oh, I'm Cherokee. He's like, I wasn't asking that. So that was a good line I liked. So, another good line from Ileana. She says, hey, Standing Rock, you want a buffalo wing? You people love buffalo, don't you?